3: Welcome back to another motherfucking episode of Kill the Mockingbirds with your hosts, Sean Chris and Joel Thomas
0: Russia, gay for Ukraine? Joe Biden clone 81 with new deep state mods equipped with updated Chinese love emojis. Yogi Bear captured and given seventh booster vaccine before being allowed to eat a picnic basket. Turkish weather machine created by the late great Nikola Tesla who was in cahoots with Edison all along in the plus ultra secret society. This and more on Kill the Mockingbirds. but right but
2: Hey!
3: yeah you know how we do it man gotta get the little clip episode out man we haven't done a little clip episode we had uh the homies from a uh, legit bad on we had a nice little discussion we're like man there's so much going on we want to talk about that uh we should definitely talk about it
0: yeah bro i mean for sure but before we get to all of the good stuff for the episode that we do we like to get all the housekeeping out front and center uh, everybody make sure that you go to us on Instagram, kill the mockingbirds podcast at kill the mockingbirds podcast. You can subscribe to us for $4.99 a month. We've got over 30 videos in there right now. I did have some guys and subscribers asking what was coming with the new videos. I think they just need to know there's a subscriber section. You got to go look for it there. Like if you go to the section then it opens up all of this, like it's not always going to pop up in your feed. So that's something you have to do as a subscriber. Go check it out. We, uh, I open up Subscriber only comment sections just for subscribers about three times a week and we talk and I let them know new stuff before it happens. Um, and when oh. you go to
3: the IG page, it's a crown. It's a crown uh, uh, little uh, emblem that is right there on the Kill the right. Mockingbirds Birds page. That's where you actually get the content.
0: And if you're not a subscriber and you click on the crown spot, it'll take you to a place to subscribe. So it's pretty easy to do. If everybody knows, uh, we had some major issues with Patreon. I don't know if it was shadow banning. I don't know what's going on. But we had a lot of people getting a hold of us having issues with either, either subscribing or or they couldn't even find the page. So we've got some big things coming up with the website and members-only stuff on the way here shortly. So don't worry. This is going to be more streamlined for you and easier for us. And we cut the middleman out, so it's just all about uh, what Kill the Mockingbirds can bring you personally. Um, Also, Sean, you know, I really want to read some super fan comments this week and by the way guys before I do the super fan comments this week while you're listening right now because I know the percentage of people that have iOS and listen to us from their Apple device off Apple podcast which I know is free while you're listening right now just literally scroll down and click five stars and then add a cool comment it doesn't take you literally Thirty seconds to do so, and I know that we've got thousands of people that listen to us every week because I know the numbers. So we got thousands and thousands of people listen to us every week. Just imagine Sean, up a hundred people out of the—I I don't even say the numbers—thousands of thousands of people that listen to us every week. Just went and did that. That would help us hit the algorithm harder. It helps you be able to promote to other people the show when you tell us tell others about us. So do that and hook us up. But. On to super fan comment of the week. The headline is, your butt cheeks are too tight. One star. Too tight. One star. That's a good though, right? It's always good if it's yeah. one star. Yeah, yeah. It's better than zero stars. Gross content for podcasters to make money and not have to actually work or do research. This is no better than a history channel. All right, all right, all right. I hear you. I hear you. Hey. Clearly, they listen to the show because a lot of stuff in there was stuff that we've said in the show before about the History Channel and research and all that. Look, bro, like, you think we don't do research? Get on you, man. Do your own research and don't listen to us anymore. But I think, Sean, we do like to do the Native comments because we have fun with them and they're funny but we don't want to put out too much negative energy because we get way more positive than we do negative, negative. and I do want to read some of the great comments that we have here. Yeah, I think that's like,
3: get that good energy out there. Of course, like when they're hilarious, because to me, a lot of that stuff is hilarious. I think some of it is trolling, so I think it's fun. I like personally like trolls, and you know, it gets in that little, you know, get a little bit of that shill money, you know what I'm saying? Like every now and then. <laughs> right.
0: But we're going to read some five-star reviews here. One of them is the craziest show in the game, this show was just wow. They literally hit all angles and the hip hop element is so different, but it works in a way that makes sense for conspiracies. This needs a 10 star option. Appreciate it. Verdenhe. Hey, I think that's how you say that. I don't know if they're from around here or not, or that's just a fake name, but whatever. We appreciate the love. Um, And we got another one. It literally is just a bunch of emojis. It's like a peach emoji, a wet emoji, a tongue emoji, and an alien emoji. So I don't know if they're trying to have sex with an alien (laughs) in in the title, but I'm okay with that. Uh, Their their, their name is Good Shit Man. So not not mad at that. These guys are ahead of their time. New and fresh, thought-provoking ideas. Every episode, Sean, Chris's song, Home Again is Absolute Fire with the explosion and fire emoji after that and we're going to end with one more dopest podcast in the game I can't say how much I love this show it's so unorthodox for a conspiracy podcast but it works on so many levels from the hip hop element to the esoteric these guys have it all covered if I could give it more than five stars I would appreciate that Jay and yeah let's kick it off the episode Sean we got all that out of the way hit us with that five star review right now and and comment gotcha bitch
3: Well, there's like a lot of rumbling going on, man, a, t- a topic we haven't touched too much on because of, uh, you know, this, we only do once a week right at the moment. Cause, uh, unlike some of these commenters be saying that we have, we actually have to go to a job. They think that we don't go to work. I guess they think that we're making like millions off this, but, uh, Hey, maybe one day, but anyways, we didn't really talk about Turkey, you know, what's going on in Turkey and all the earthquakes around the area and Syria, um, And it's very interesting to me because Turkey is kind of has that little alliance with Russia and getting the, you know, the gas and the oil stuff that they've been working on. You got Syria still, you know, we're at war with them and Israel still been, you know, after the earthquake, it was like two weeks. They started bombing them again. They're like, ah, that's enough time. They're, they're good. So this clip that I have though, is interesting to me in a way that they talk about who's responsible for it. Right. Everybody's trying to make, oh, it's the, Somebody's usually it's just like, Hey, things happen. Right. But for some reason, there's this big push in Turkey. Like there's people responsible. So they're arresting people and home uh, that were building homes and contractors and stuff like that nature. I think it's like 184 people. So here goes a little clip of that.
4: 184 people have been arrested by Turkish authorities in connection with the tens of thousands of buildings damaged or completely destroyed in the earthquakes almost three weeks ago. Engineering experts say
5: poor construction practices and the government failures were at fault. With over two million people that were displaced, thousands and thousands of buildings that were either destroyed or severely damaged, the government is saying that it will start laying down the foundations and deliver new houses to the affected people in a year from now. The opposition is saying this is wrong, that the government should wait for at least one year for the after shocks to weaken intensity before they can think about an urban plan or a, a construction project. But because this is something that has become politicised, President Rajab Tayyip Erdogan said that he's adamant on the need to build something that is going to be safer, better and in line with the seismic design Codes. And for this reason, the authorities said also that they arrested the mayor of Nordahi, Okash uh, Kavak, which they accused for having ties with one of the key development tycoons who was also arrested a few weeks ago. So
3: they are arresting people, you know, that built the homes and the infrastructure, the architects, so on and so forth. And then that's kind of the company line, you know, the bad infrastructure, earthquake hit, earthquakes happen there. Um, you know, it's been bad for a long time. This was just, like, you know, something that was about bound to happen. In the alternative media or more of the conspiracy world, I would say, what has everybody been saying? Oh, man, Harp. They fired Harp up. Harp's fired up, man. And, and, and that's why there's earthquakes and you're like, man, like this, this is some of the, the issue I have. And I'm sure that's why we don't always get pleasant comments. I think sometimes we rub people the wrong way, not intentionally, but it's just like how we see things. And I get it. I agree that there's a weather machine, harp and chemtrails, but these things are all separate things, right? Like they, that doesn't cause everything. You know, the Turkish uh, politicians are saying quake was man made by NATO. They're saying interesting statement by head of Ministry of Interior of Turkey after earthquake. This is a quote. There are no coincidences. And we told American ambassador that a week ago we did not agree with the increase in the number of NATO members. And a week later we had a catastrophic earthquake. We know who did it and how. Get your dirty paws off Turkey. We will draw our own conclusions. And that's when I heard a lot of people talking about HARP. And that's when I started talking to you. And I was really interested in that whole Nikola Tesla's earthquake machine, right? There is other technology that does affect these things. It's not always just HARP. And then people want to umbrella it like, oh, HARP program. But I do think that this is something that is kind of being overlooked in these earthquakes, that this is man made. And we're in this new age of warfare, right? Because technology has become increasingly deadlier and easier to use, and you can manipulate the weather, you can manipulate seismic quakes, you can manipulate viruses, so on and so forth. So I believe it's not Harp. I'm more on the impression it's this Nikola Tesla's earthquake machine.
0: Yeah, no, I, I think you're right with that, especially after really looking into what Tesla was experimenting with. And it wasn't even experimentation at that point, Sean. He had already created the technology uh, it was basically like steam, it was a steam powered oscillator and it could transform the me- mechanical oscillations back into electrical current. So, really, like according to what a lot of reading or, or, or a lot of writings out there about him were, he was going to use it to, it was a vibrator basically, and it could vibrate down into the earth and then it would kick back certain currents to power things. That was really what it was used for. And at lower dosages or decibels, like you could do that. Right. But there was a story about him walking around with some reporter, uh, named Alan Benson. And this was in 1912 and he takes him down through New York and they go to a place where all these, uh, workers are building a building and there's no brick or anything on there. It's just, you know, steel beams. They're, they're building it up. And he actually puts this little vibrator up next to the steel beams. And when he clamps it to it, uh, he basically hits it with a cer- certain uh, frequency, freaks everybody out that's on it. They run off of it. And he actually tells the reporter, he's like, if I left it here 10 minutes more, I would lay the building out in the middle of the streets. He actually knew like when he needed to take it off of the building So that he wouldn't uh, destroy it. But we're talking about a handheld. This was handheld that he put on this building. Steel beams. And, side note, steel beams. I know folks were getting the butt cheeks tight online when I started talking about holograms landing into 9-11. Listen, people were like... (gasps) I know they got you now because you don't think that – planes don't knock down steel beams. Listen, guys, Sean and I aren't going to say everything we feel online because that is how you get banned. That's how you get blocked. We're not stupid. I'm just going to put out the info, but what I am saying is everything ain't damn scripted, Sean. It ain't all scripted. And honestly, I'm about sick of – fucking Project Blue Beam. If I got to hear Blue Beam one more time, I'm going to choke somebody out, man. It's like, mommy, I learned my first conspiracy word, Blue Beam. I'm like, shut up. Like, I get it. Blue Beam has existed for a long time. Listen, I was talking about Blue Beam way before anybody else was. But listen, Sean, you and I have talked about it. Everybody just recently in the past year or two is all on holograms now. And it's like, Sit back, you conspiracy fucks, and realize that you're getting hurted like everybody else. You're all running down the same fucking road. You're all yapping Blue Beam. You know, if I post something weird, I guaranteed Sean, 100 comments are going to be Blue Beam. That's it. Blue Beam, Blue Beam, Blue Beam, Blue Beam. All I'm saying is, is that the best, the best. Best manufactured instances are the ones that are as real as possible. I, in my personal opinion, I think planes hit the towers. Do I think they took the towers out? fuck no, I think it was controlled demolition, we all know that we all know there was a myriad of players that had their hands in the honeypot that were making money and created a war to make more money, that's at the basic level outside of the occult, I know that, but don't fucking come tell me that I'm a fucking controlled op because I'm questioning what's going on that's the essence of what a critical thinker does Sean, that's what we do when we see things I don't jump in with everybody else. I'm going to sit back and take a look at it. So that's how we're going to roll
3: around here. Give me a one star. (laughs) yeah i'm with that too i agree too because i do think it was a controlled demolition that doesn't mean that the plane wasn't crashing i'm not saying the plane took it down i'm not saying the plane you know is what caused all that i'm just saying that you got to back off with the cgi stuff on every single thing because what makes it realer why do you think they have stuntmen why do you think people do their own stunts because it makes the movie more believable how do you make it more believable you actually do it if you don't do it it's it's it can be recreated, but you can tell. And why, And if we're talking to the cult angle that uh, many people do in this, why would they not want it to be real when you can have that mass sacrifice at the same time? It just doesn't make sense. People want it to all be actors. There's no way 30, 40, 50,000 people could be involved. Yes, I think there's people involved. Yes, I think there's people that know. But I don't think everybody knows all the information. I don't think it's connected like that. I don't even think it's a people sitting in a dark room like this is what we're going to make them do next. It's just powerful people having all kinds of different gangs. There's gangs all over the world. Sometimes they work together. You know, these powerful elitist gangs, they work together to get shit done. And they have weapons. That's what I think this Nikola Tesla earthquake machine is a weapon, right? It's a weapon. It's not, oh, we're pretending that it's an earthquake and nobody actually died. Why? Because you, you can see now especially we live in an age of technology people have video people can you know hey look the the buildings are still there like what we saw with like the whole ukrainian thing right like hey man it looks like they're chilling and they're, you know here like i don't see the bombs like we can see that stuff so they have to be careful of how they push it and when people say script i think what happened is they get this word script and they run with it and just instead of seeing like hey yeah things are scripted that they would like it to go a certain way but it's not scripted as like each detail you know what i'm saying they're just like hey it'd be nice if we could uh somehow have something happen you know to these uh buildings so that way we nobody knows about this uh trillion dollars that you know that that, that went missing like that like we don't have to you know we need something i think context
0: like, hurts sean because a lot of times i'll say something's fake I'm not saying that it's CGI. People get so twisted and butt cheeks tight all the time, bro. And I'm like, listen, question everything. To borrow a phrase from Q, question everything. Literally question everything because I question, see, and this is where you and I get a lot of pushback because we question what goes on in the truth of the community all the time because we know if we see a bunch of people herding up Again, Blue Beam. I'm going to choke somebody out if I hear it again. Dude, everybody's on it now. It's just like the local yokel knows what Blue Beam is. It's like, do you think they're allowing this to just massive amounts of people saying this if it's just that's exactly what it is? No, man. They got layers on layers on layers. Like, yes, holograms exist. Yes, they've used it for all kinds of myriad of different things, man. We've talked about Tupac, a lot of different things. But at the end of the day, look, I know people that were there, and I'm sick of fucking people telling me that I'm fucking wrong, dude. Do you know Joseph Granda, who's part of Merkel Media, who runs the whole film department? Worked in the top tower, bro. He fucking was a server there. Are you shitting me? Like, shut the fuck up with this hollow ass shit, too, man. Like, fuck.
3: Yeah, that shit just kind of goes out there. But, but speaking of, like, you mentioned the uh, the Q the Q boy. Uh, that kind of brings us into another.
4: Are in
3: China. we got China man they're the, the they're back on the block back on um the block, people baby. are hyping them back up we're seeing China in the news like crazy uh the alt media is giving themselves they're doing their uh pat on the back tour where they're like man we told you it was in a lab you know Wuhan lab it, they always also, forget about the whole Fort Dietrich thing and like how it's over there and it's uh, it's not going away. It, they're still actually doing that kind of uh, research still. You've seen it big in the news that like you know the lab leak, but also it's not just the lab leak. It's this whole narrative of like, hey, China's doing this and China's doing that. China's linking up with Russia. They might be having their own little thing going on now, and and they might be back invading. the whole Taiwan things back and heating up and. China, 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 China. That's all we're hearing, man. Even, like, uh, Trump came out. I don't know if you saw that. I think it was a couple weeks ago. And he was like, we're on the precipice of world war. Like, the first time for Which World time, War III. Sean, and the- he's
0: been saying it so
3: much here <laughs> lately. Well, he re- re- recently said that. It was a big thing. You can find it on, like, uh, that, uh, what, Breaking 911. Uh, I love that. Page, yeah, man. I've seen that A lot one, of good yeah. info. And he was just like, it was recent. It's, obviously, it's campaigning. He's campaigning. I get it. But I'm just saying, like, man, like. Everybody's about China, you know, like they're like the ones that's doing everything. Uh, the TikTok bands, let's get TikTok out of America. And they're always like, they're spying on us. Little do they forget to mention that Facebook and Twitter and Instagram, all the things that we all use. ourselves,
0: (laughs) ourselves, <laughs> motherfuckers! Like, no, shit! Man, that's like, saying. y'all are worried about the wrong fucking shit all the time! We're always pointing fingers at somebody else, man, and our own fucking government is the seediest, nastiest motherfuckers on the planet,
3: Sean. Oh, yeah, I know. And that's the thing that people like uh, tend to forget, you know? They, they forget those moments and they want this new boogeyman back in the, you know, like we're not talking about Russia as much, a little bit, you, Russia and Ukraine. I mean, we had the whole little bit of thing of, uh, we're probably going to get fact checked because I saw the fact checks going around on the Ukraine, uh, thing where, uh, Zelensky said, it's like, coming. Hey, we're, it's coming. We're going to need your sons and daughters because the context allegedly, uh, from Politico is that he said, uh, sons and daughters, but, uh, if NATO gets involved. I'm like, man, those little stupid little, I hate, those little like, you know, they're really uh, getting on our nerves with those stupid little ones where it's like, come on, bro. Like it'll be what ticky-tacky our, like, tacky now. fact
0: track and like, <laughs> yeah, you're now? being ticky
3: tacky right now. Whatever, like, man. come on, man. That's what he said. We're not even saying he exactly said that, but you know, they like to do all that, but I want to s- stay on China for a little bit. And, uh, uh, Cantor, you know, the, the former, uh, center for the, uh, Celtics and, um, um, a couple other teams. I think he was a little bit of a journeyman for a while. I mean, he was he a decent for Portland, player,
0: man. He played with yeah, yeah, he was bad. I like Westbrook them, man. Yeah. Back in the day, yeah,
3: yeah, with Thunder, like you know, he was a decent, like a good role player, like some of that top three you win pick, a championship. man. People forget, that. oh for sure, yeah, but he didn't, he didn't live he up didn't to like pan a out like they level, wanted him to. I think he was a consistent role player. Now. He's been something in this community as of late with all the jabbity jab stuff. And he never really said that he was against a jab, but he was like, you know, kind of insinuating that he's kind of against, you know, forced jabbing people and things of that nature. And he's had a hard on for China for a while. Right. He's one of the people that have been in, in some senses. I, I like what he has to say. Like, I just don't trust him. That's just my gut. I don't really know. I don't have a lot of evidence against that. But cancer was going against China hard, right? Talking about the, the Uyghur situation, uh, asking LeBron, why doesn't he speak up? Why does he allow this to go? And, you know, silence on them. And he tweeted this the other day, this little clip. And this kind of got me into the whole realm of, I think, where things are going. And we're going to have this new uh, China Cold War, but on Ch- with China instead of Russia.
1: Is it true you're calling in the NBA commissioner to testify?
3: Uh, we're hoping to have a conversation first with the NBA, with Disney, other companies that
0: uh, my constituents and others have voiced concern over. We haven't issued any uh, announcement about hearings besides the one we're having on Tuesday night. But I think we can have a productive conversation with companies that have substantial business interest in China. And we want to make sure that the power of the Chinese economy is not seducing certain companies into betraying American
3: values. So they basically are doing the same TikTok role thing. Uh, It just reminds me a lot of like the whole like McCarthyism back in the '50s and '60s, where like you know weeding out communists. Now they're gonna just keep everything's gonna be China. Every problem we have is gonna be linked to China. They're gonna eventually push Biden out because of that. They're gonna say his links, and uh, we'll get a little bit more into that later. But I I'm hearing a lot of this on the front. You know, Uh, Cantor was intriguing to me why i picked that one is because he tweeted it and i know he's going after the nba in china and i feel like almost whether useful idiot or controlled op like you know i think cancer is kind of playing that role of where it's pushing us further to like inflame this war against china like whether it be a hot war or not but he's going to be you know advocating for the uyghurs and taiwan and i'm not saying that that's good or bad but that can't be our battle all the time. Cause we have a lot of things we got to fix at home, but I just believe this is the new propaganda is the new China stuff.
0: Yeah. I mean, I'm kind of with you on the controlled op thing. It's a huge possibility. I mean, if you, even if you track back his father and mother, I mean, he's actually born in Switzerland. Let's, let's let that be clear. Even though he's like super uh, hardcore against Turkey because um, his parents are Turkish and they did move back to Turkey, but he was actually born in Switzerland. His dad's an MD and his dad actually was like a professor of histology and genetics um, in uh, Trachea University. And his mom was a nurse. So they were really deep into like the medical field. His parents were now like the narrative always was like his father got arrested um, and locked up because uh, he pushed back against the government. Right. His dad was considered a terrorist. Um, and that's when he really started making those big statements over here in the US and if anybody knows like his last name is not Cantor anymore it's actually Freedom he changed his name to Freedom so I kind of like what you're saying Sean about the uh, uh about the controlled op thing I don't know how much pull he's got as a controlled op that people love but I do think that him having the face uh, of an, of the NBA in the sense of this like freedom fighter that came from Turkey. He's telling you how bad it is over there. His father got locked up for pushing back against the system. Uh, yeah, so I I think he's got he's got at least you know even if it's a, a useful idiot like you said he's got the the background it, on the surface for people. But then I track it back like. His dad was in Switzerland a long time. His dad was uh, in genetics a long time. His dad was in all these fields. His mom was a nurse. Like you start looking at some of these behind the scenes things like, well, maybe it's not what it seems. We don't know. Um, but he does have a hard on for china and i think that he's helping push this china narrative that we need to fight china china's the big bad also all the while they are still pushing this russia's the big bad too i think it's setting it up for those two to be let, come together you know like voltron against nato or whatever else they want to create right they're going to create this at least Onset of World War Three. I don't know if we're going to get into World War Three right away, but I think they want us to feel like World War Three is about to be
3: the here. pressure. Yeah, yep. that's what I am agreeing with you. Like that's why I think it is too. This they want to combine it, so they they brought China in a little bit. Then Russia was the main guy for a while. You know, they kind of backed off the whole China stuff. Let us build this enemy again that we already had a little seeded in our mind from 2014, 2000, you know, back then where they've uh, big bad Putin. And now they're doing that with Xi, and they're making him look bad. So, like, I'll agree with you that they're gonna eventually going to team up like, hey, man, let's, we got to take out NATO, like some, right. like, you know, Survivor Series fucking wrestling shit, like where you have multiple, <laughs> like, superstars on the same team. Like, we hate each other, but we're against these four. So... And this is where you could really tell, like, it's that Cold War theme.
6: Tonight, a special edition of the CBS Evening News. We're here on one of the largest warships in the world, a U.S. Navy aircraft carrier that has just returned from the South China Sea. And just today, CBS News learning the Pentagon plans to increase the number of troops in Taiwan as the independent island hopes to hold off Chinese aggression. Tonight, aboard the USS Nimitz, with 5,000 of America's finest. The concern tonight about the possibility of a new Cold War. This time, with China.
3: Oh, I love that sound. (laughs) They're getting you all amped up. I'm surprised I don't have the the whole nuclear siren where we're like, (laughs) "All right, guys, I I don't know if that's an air raid at this moment. But you might want to get into your homes. Uh, It's okay for me to report out here, Uh, even though nuclear bombs are dropping in this vicinity. I will stay out here without a mask and uh, report the news to you. Like, come on, man! Like, it's so ridiculous. Like, they're they're really amping it up. Like, and when I hear that kind of stuff, I'm like, oh man! I just roll my eyes and I'm like, oh here we go, man! And then the alt media, the right, they picked right up on it. The war hawks, the warmongers, like, see, we knew that. Putin couldn't go alone and he's going to come. It's all coming together, man. We're seeing in both parties, not just even to call it Republicans. I mean, the Democrats are just as bad because they've been calling for war in Ukraine this whole time. They've had no problem with any of this war.
0: To your point, real quick, to your point, I feel like that this China thing is the left's Ukraine. I feel like that they found a way to get both sides hyped up for war. So the Ukraine piece is to get the left hyped up against Putin, hyped up. We need to send, we need to send guns. We need to send guns. Look at what the right's doing with Taiwan. We need to send guns to Taiwan. We need to send guns to Taiwan. We need to send this money. Look what's happening on both ends. You've got the right touting that we need to help Taiwan out to go against China and the left talking about, we need to give more money to Ukraine to help them go against Putin. It's all about bringing them together, bro.
3: It, it's happening right before our eyes. And you're 100% right. Cause on Chuck Todd show, on mb i don't know if he's on msnbc's on one of those stupid mbc shows with representative dusty johnson republican from uh south dakota what did he have to say let me now
7: bring in congressman dusty johnson he's a republican from south dakota and he's a member of that house select committee on china congressman uh it's good to it's good to hear from you uh thank you for coming on let me start with um we heard from mike gallagher earlier the chair of the committee that you're on can't get uh weapons there fast enough What does that look like? And what is the balance between helping Ukraine and helping Taiwan that you'd like to see? Well, your other guests were right about a depletion of the stockpile. So I do think we want to be strategic and forward looking. Uh, You know, Churchill, I think, called the United States the arsenal of democracy. And clearly that is still true. But we do need to, uh, to arm the Taiwanese. Uh, this uh, the threat from the Chinese Communist Party is only growing. We have seen their pattern of aggression get, I think, more provocative. And so this is something the select committee is going to be spending a lot of time discussing.
3: <laughs> bomb them, bomb them, bomb them. That's what Lockheed Martin was like, hey, yeah, you know, get get some more missiles. Uh, there was a lot of clips out there that I didn't get, but they talked about how we need more stockpile. Like we don't have enough. They said that Ukraine is using more uh, ammunition in one month then we make in a year which that doesn't even make sense to me it's like well do they suck like do they not know how to shoot like why are we giving them all this ammunition and and what they're doing is they're ramping up the war machine you know the 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 Lockheed Martins of the world the Raytheons uh, all those companies are coming out and like all right here we go because to your point the left has Ukraine so they're like perfect they're pushing the right who's scared of China you know what I mean they're like okay we got Taiwan let's load them up and then eventually from giving uh, ammunition to Ukraine giving ammunition to Taiwan to what now we're gonna have to build our own ammunition because we're just gonna fight them all and I don't think that's gonna be in the next five years but I think like you know 10 20 years they'll build it And they may not not even have to go. I think it's, like, stuff that's on the table. Like, eh, if we have to go this way to get more money, we will or get more control or scare scare the population. I believe a lot of it is control. Like, people wonder all the time. I think it's just to get people to be in their place so... We they can live how they would like to live and get out of their way. You know, that's why I think even all this climate stuff, war and stuff, it's like, hey, you stay in your house, build the stuff we need you to build, and, you know, you can go every now and then to the liquor store or the, uh, you know, grocery store, and that is your day out. And enjoy that.
0: <laughs> For sure, man. And I think that's what the whole onset of war is to do, to scare us back into our houses. You know, all these train derailments to – Get in your house. It's like the new train derailment that just happened yesterday, man. Again in Ohio! Seriously, Springfield, that's even closer to me, dude. That's like an hour away. I'm sitting here like, are you shitting me right now, man? I saw it come through, and I was hanging out with, like, Crippers of the Corn, man. We were at a a Frogman Festival, man, having a good-ass time chilling i'm not thinking about the rest of the world i'm thinking about frogmen. i'm thinking about cryptids i'm thinking about mothman i'm having a blast and then this happens and i'm like of course and you know what they told everybody in the area to do go inside until we tell you to come out exactly man it's it's just if they're hitting you from all fronts it's multiple levels multiple angles the war stuff's gonna be the bigger bad. So when that actually foot drops, that's when they're going to be like, this is what you got to do so you can be safe.
3: And they do years of this programming and propaganda to get you to hate China or hate Russia or fill in the blank. So that way when they do unveil this, you're thinking and generations and generations of people are thinking like how horrible Russia is, how horrible G is, you know, and Putin. They're going to show you all the, the worst parts of the things they've done so that you can you know, be part of the war and be, hey, I'm a hero. I'm signing up just to defend the honor of humanity. Um, and that's how they sell it to you. So that way it's it's a war on everyone and we have to stick together and and nobody questions it at that point. I'm going to
0: say it on this show and hey, get your butt cheeks tight right now. I love Russia. I love China. I don't like the governments that run them, just the same as the U.S. I have no problem with Russians. I have no problem with Chinese at all. Like, they're just under the same BS that we're under. They're getting programmed over there about how bad we are, about how bad Russia is, Ukraine. All this stuff's being manipulated. If people are just, wake the fuck up, Sean, and, and just understand what's really going on. It's the governments, man. It's not the countries. It's the governments themselves. Yeah.
3: Fuck Putin, fuck Trump, fuck Biden, Xi Jinping. Like, these are the people that are the heads of state, the ones actually running it. But people tend to forget that and they get mad at the actual people that are just like working day to day, paycheck to paycheck, just like the rest of us. So I think that it's only right that we go, Russia?
5: Russia? Russia? Don't worry. Russia? Russia?
2: Russia? Be happy.
3: You know, we got to get a little update of the war. And I I highlighted this clip. There was many I could have took in the last few uh, weeks. But the reason I highlighted this one is because there's it's very clear that we have a hand in this conflict more than just teaching, you know, uh, how to use a gun more than just supplying weapons. I have a feeling that there's actual if not actual U.S. soldiers because I don't think that we're dumb enough to do something like that. I think like we're smart You and think! Going to- you think! <laughs> yeah, 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 not always, I know but I think that's the, the plan is, you know, go have some like black black ops, you know what I mean guys in there that are not technically uh, uh, with the uh, Marines anymore or with the, uh, you know, special battalions but, you know, they get that money on the side and they're talking about using drones in Russia which I don't Really, I say I find it hard to believe a random Ukrainian, Ukrainian <laughs> as a Ukrainian. <laughs> there's this guy watching, Ukrainian. he's, like, <laughs> hood New- <laughs> he's a, a hood news and he always goes, Ah, the Ukrainians, like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, they're not using these drones, the average Ukraine citizen. Ukrainian citizen is not you doesn't know how to use, we wouldn't know how to use it It takes it's hard to use a drone even those that are cheap ones you buy like it takes a bit not saying you can't use it But one that's like, you know designed to kill and be stealth This is the clip of it
7: tonight a series of mysterious drone strikes inside Russia according to the Kremlin Videos circulating online show an explosion at an oil depot. Smoke billowing into the sky. Another drone believed to be targeting a gas facility striking deep inside Russia. It came within just 60 miles of Moscow. The Kremlin blaming Ukraine, but so far, no claim of responsibility.
3: So nobody's claiming it. Obviously, they don't want to put that out there because I don't think that's what it is. If it was, then why isn't Zelensky patting it on the back and and saying, hey, look, we're doing this. Uh, we're 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 winning the war. They're actually even admitted some casualties. At least that's what like places like NPR and other places are reporting. It's hard to tell. But I have heard Putin say that, you know, if they've lost soldiers, which you would expect that you are going to lose people. Whether you win or lose a war, there's a big possibility of losing lives. And they are admitting it more. But another like uh, thing that was interesting and it kind of gets us into this plot of the world war is uh Sergei. Sir- Everybody's going to get mad at this because I want min- to pronounce this like big time. I think it's like Serger- Sergio Lavarino. <laughs> I don't know.
0: That's so, Sergio Lavrov.
3: There you go. See, he got said, man, he's a Russian spy. How did he get it so good? No, i was kidding. kidding. Uh, you know, he's talking about the labs that a lot of people have talked about that there is, which I have never had a doubt that there was not bio labs in Ukraine. But it's interesting that... A head of state is talking. I think he's a former head of state, but still the way he's talking and he's convinced that they are BioLabs and they're right on the border, which would increase the hostility big time
4: it has arrived there and we ha- had data and we have data that pentagon the pentagon is preoccupied about the chemical and biological installations in ukraine because pentagon built two biological war labs and they have been developing pathogens there in kiev and in odessa and now they are concerned that they may lose control over these labs and you know what it may be like in future and Americans decline flatly and resolutely to start an uh, inspection mechanism as part of the uh, Convention for the Prohibition of Chemical Weapons and they s- build new f- chemical and biological facilities all across Russian borders and uh, you know many other developments happened the CIA has been on the ground in, in droves and And they have been training the Ukrainian army not to wage a war with Poland, apparently.
3: So there's a lot of stuff there. Like, obviously, they have their own propaganda. They have their own messages they want to get out. It's not going to be just all like, hey, Russia's right. Their heads of state know what they're talking about. But that is something that is very real that people forget about when they talk about the Wuhan lab, when they talk about the Russian China stuff the world war they forget about Fort Detrick they forget about the gain of function that we've done here the research that we specifically have done that Fauci has talked about we got Kirby our defense secretary talking about gain of function and he's such an idiot man this guy has makes no sense like he's just like such a moron he's like yeah sorry I'm a history major you're gonna have to repeat that for me I'm like what the fuck
1: without uh, weighing in one way or the other on origin of, of the virus you've made clear that there's no consensus does the president believe, though, that the reward outweighs the risk when it comes to gain-of-function research?
3: Does the reward outweigh the risk when it comes to gain-of-function re- that that research? I got a history proven? degree. You're going to have to say that again?
1: Does the president believe that this type of gain-of-function research is proven?
4: He believes that
3: um, it's important to help prevent future pandemics, which means he understands that there has to be legitimate scientific research into the sources or potential sources of pandemics so that we understand it, so that we can prevent them and we can prevent them from happening, obviously. Um, but he also believes, and, and and this is why he wants the, the whole of government effort here to understand it. Um, that that research has to be done, must be done, in a safe and secure manner, as w- and as transparent as possible to the rest of the world, so that so people know what's going on. So I think that's a
4: fancy way of saying yes.
3: If you decode that it's uh yes, there is biolabs in uh, Ukraine, and <laughs> that's all I, what I got from it.
0: He just did a roundabout circle just to confuse people. That's all that was. And when he said, I, I have a history uh, major, I don't understand what he did was he made him repeat it while he could come up and concoct an answer. That's what he he just needed a little more time man. He couldn't do it off the cuff like that. So that's all that was. I mean, you're right, man. They're telling you exactly what's going on. And honestly, I've been hearing about biolabs in Ukraine for a long time, man. This is like on, even before, like around right the onset of the war. They said there was a lot that was going on with the biolabs and in conjunction with COVID. So there was a lot of stuff going on there, too. And I'm not saying that COVID came out of there, but there was a lot of stuff going on with the vaccines and a lot of gain of function going on there with other viruses as well. So there was so much chatter going on with all that. And I completely believe i mean hell he just said it right there <laughs> that they're there
2: yeah
3: he he put it as a pretty much as a fact he he stamped it and uh yeah i agree they're doing that they're out there with bio i'm sure all countries have these biolab facilities and there's biological warfare even though we have treaties that does we all have these weapons that we're using and one thing the weapon they're using is propaganda and here's some more propaganda on covid where it's about uh um now thc is ca- causing heart failure and heart attacks it's another <laughs> thing their angle that they're coming at <laughs>
1: (laughs) Welcome back, everyone. Dr. Jen joins us now with a very interesting topic that Mm -hmm. affects a lot of people. I found this interesting. One in five American adults actually uses cannabis. Mm -hmm. And new data shows that daily cannabis use is actually an increased risk of cardiovascular disease. Coronary artery disease, so clogging of the arteries. And this is an abstract, so very preliminary data, but it's presented at the annual meeting for the American College of Cardiology. It represents one of the largest and longest-term studies to date that's one of the reasons why it's important but found that people who admitted to using daily cannabis um and it didn't distinguish by the way whether it was inhaled smoked or ingested in edible form but increased their risk of coronary artery disease by 34 percent
2: god damn i was in that shit man i never had no dope like that before in my life man that's the heaviest shit i ever smoked man i mean i smoked a lot of shit before man but god damn man that's heavy shit.
3: I like how they said they didn't specify whether it was edible. Because to me, obvious, like, smoke, I understand smoke, at least residue, has more bad effects on your lungs, your heart. But, like, an edible, you would think, like, I'm not saying there isn't any evidence, but I just thought how they just kind of breezed over it. So they're just making other things up, like, uh, to kind of tell you the vaccine has been causing myocarditis and heart issues and they're putting it out there. And maybe it's also not just the vaccine. I've also been thinking that could be some of the stress. I think there's so many people that are stressed out. Um, it almost sounded like I was gonna go into an ad. You know what I mean? Like, hey, really, what is this stress? And you know what I do for stress? Sometimes <laughs> I <I'm> unwind <lying> with shill. <laughs> yeah. I was trying to shill. It's just a natural shilling, man. You can't get <laughs> Kurt Shillings over here. <laughs> no, but I think that they're just going to keep pushing this propaganda down us. They, they and, and and people are in panic mode. So there is also from the jabs, but I also think it's at this level of anxiety that mm-hmm. people are living with and panic and stress is also really hurting people, you know?
0: Yeah. Also, and just to play a little bit of devil's advocate though, a lot of this weed is genetically modified right now too. So there's a lot of these strains that aren't really what you would consider to be, healthy for you at all well there's a lot
3: of preservatives and not uh, not just preservative but there's a lot of chemicals that are absolutely uh, um, added to these batches like some of it's for like get spider mites people don't understand this either i've been talking about this for years that like and i smoke don't get me wrong like i'm not against people that smoke but yeah my doctor straight told me he's like yeah if you smoke you should stop smoking weed right now and i was like why and he was like look man i get it you don't smoke that much so if you know you smoke every so often i would just stop because it's not good for you he's like if it was the stuff from the 60s, 70s that was growing out of the ground, he's like, I'd have no problem. Smoke as much as you wanted that. He's like, but the chemicals that they're using uh, to water these things, is like so bad that it's getting into your system. Like It's giving people more anxiety and things of that nature. So it is something that should be looked into because I think a lot of uh, weed smokers uh, and, and enthusiasts kind of brush that stuff off and think it's like this like miracle um, plant that nothing could hurt you. And yeah, it does have a lot of benefits, but It's like anything, you know, meat's good too, but is it processed? Is there something added to that? Well, let me ask you this, Sean.
0: I mean, think about it. We're on the precipice of, I would say, in the next few years of weed being legalized federally. Why why would you think they would be okay with that? Well, probably because they're controlling how it's made, controlling how they sell it, controlling how you get it. So it wouldn't even shock me, Sean, and this is me going way out there, is if they found a way to put mRNA in your weed putting in all the other plants i mean gates has been doing that already
3: No, oh, yeah they, they, there's been plenty of articles that they've been wanting to do that and there's other things that people aren't talking about to kind of like you, to your point that not just smoking it or eating it with vegetables there's a lot of this uh animal mrna right and uh you sent me this clip that we got from tiktok with the uh, i think it's the silk what's her name silken uh, Silk and diamond and, and I, I'm not sure the uh name that they had on, but he's really going off on this mRNA technology that's been given to a lot of wildlife. And I think it's something that is not being talked to as much. I've seen it uh, jumping around a little bit, but not too many people have touched on this. But
7: actually there's a company, a subsidiary company of Pfizer. It's called Zotis, Z-O-T-I-S. Do you know they've already mRNA injected a hundred million wildlife in America? I guarantee you they're doing it to pets, too. It's only mRNA technology funded completely by Mark Zuckerberg and his wife's foundation. They've been doing it all over the country for the whole last year and a half. Zotus is its name. It's a subsidiary of Pfizer.
6: This is some real sugar, honey, ice tea.
7: It you ain't really lying. T- you know, it's interesting when I learned about Zotus and this sugar, honey, ice tea, because that's uh-huh. what it was to me. You yeah. know who would know do you know who were the only people that knew that the wildlife, deer, for example, elk, for example, were actually being mRNA injected for COVID? It was all the hunters. Hunters, it was being published in hunters magazines. I'm not a hunter, but hunters were aware the whole time that this was actually being done and it was being published inside their literature. I had no idea. But when I discovered it, I was like, what? Why is no one talking about this? When I discovered it on Staten Island, Zuckerberg and his wife funded a research study. They went out and gathered up a hundred white tailed deer, and then PCR tested them all for COVID, and then injected them all with the mRNA vaccines from Pfizer, with this company called Zotus and then went and did a hundred million animals. A hundred million doses have been administered at that point all throughout the country, and no one knew it, and no one's talked about it. What's it gonna be like when a hunter goes out and gets the deer? And then brings home the venison they think is organic and wild. Uh, wow. it's pretty disgusting, but I would so be worried I mean, about they're that.
6: They're going to put that in their body when they eat it.
7: They're going to, they're already injecting mRNA technology into, into vegetables, tomatoes, avocados, lettuce, gavi. Bill Gates' foundation is already doing that. And in China, they're already mRNA injecting cattle for our beef supply.
5: This is crazy.
0: Yeah, man, you know, I'm about to get going right now, man, because I, you know, I got a lot of love for animals and I've been tracking this MRNA thing with animals since the onset. So, you know, I go to the zoo a lot, so I keep track of what's going on at the zoo. I remember when they were putting out info that they were about to start vaccinating the animals at the zoo. So this is even wilder. They train the gorillas to back up and turn their backs to take the vaccines. It's wild, bro. I watched the whole video on how they trained them to do that. It was like a whole training process. And dude, I swear to God, this was on Facebook. I don't even have Facebook, man. But my girl showed me this. These comments were were ridiculous. And this is on the hype of COVID. Like, we're talking early 2021, like, right when the vaccines were out. Everybody's like, you need to get the vaccine. Dude, you know people were saying stuff like, it's sad how animals... Know that they need to be vaccinated and people don't. I'm like, are you shitting me right now? I was like, I feel bad for these poor animals that don't have a fucking choice. But to the point of all these animals were getting vaccinated by Zotis, man, in the zoos. Like, we're talking like 70 zoos, bro. 70. And it was like a hundred species of mammals. And on top of that, outside of animals like or that are in captivity that are in zoos or like preserves. A hundred thousand plus wild animals were vaccinated or given mRNA in some form. So you're out there hunting and you think that you're eating clean, you're not. They've already, they've already got them. I actually hit my mom up earlier today because they've got like deer, like you know, frozen and all these deer they, you know, they hunt. I told her about it, she was just like we're probably eating mRNA. I'm like, yeah, you probably are. I was like, they're going to hit you from every angle, man. They're even hitting the stuff that you think's clean. But here's the thing I want to say about the animal stuff and how the weirdness has transpired. So when they started vaccinating all these animals in the zoos, I noticed a reoccurring theme over the past year. A lot of these babies were dying, bro. They were either dying in childbirth Or they were dying not long after birth, man. We're talking like, bro, I've got some wild ones. You've got like uh, the Cincinnati Zoo, bro. We just had a tamandu. which They kind of look like anteaters a little bit, man. That's the best way for me to describe them for people that don't know what a tamandu is. But this tamandu female has never had issues having babies, man. And then just had this baby. It was doing fine. Drop dead, bro. Literally dropped dead like a week later. And when I saw the videos, the baby looked fine. But it's like all kind of weird stuff, man. They had like a one-year-old white rhino die in Kansas Zoo. Like the Sedwick County Zoo, a baby chimp died. And I've seen like baby gorillas and chimps dying all over the place. And like they just had at the Indy Zoo, they had a uh, one of the big tigers died there. It, bro, it's so much of it. And it's like not just the babies, but like older ones too. And, and, and here's the question. You're never going to know how they really died because of the propaganda they'll push out there and they'll say, well, this or that. And to the zookeeper's point, they don't know. They're just sending them to the vets or the doctors because they're just the care, the, the caretakers. They have no idea what's going on. But dude, it is a, there are a lot of animals dropping like flies out of nowhere. And now they're gassing your food sources up. Even the ones you think are clean. But dude, I, and then that part of me, that thing that gets me so riled up when, like, kids are messed with, I get just as like pissed off when they're messing with animals, bro. Because they're innocent. They got no choice in the matter, man. You're just out there like, I'm all for eating like animals, bro. Man, where's
3: PETA at, though, man? Where's
0: PETA they're at? They're not! Like, Dude, PETA I was know, pushing man. the vaccines on them! I watched them! I remember this happening! And I was like, bro, this never would've happened like 10 years ago with PETA. They would've been up in arms of you jabbing up an animal, but of course they disappear off the fucking planet when it's COVID!
3: Then you got FBI, open up! the fact checkers are in. They're going to say that this is all fact check bullshit, right? They're going to say the MRNA was never actually in there, that, that they got this. And, you know, and, but I have a little clip that I thought was interesting. We go a little bit of the flashback. Bill Gates in 2018. And I thought it was interesting what he's talking about. He's talking about the MRNA technology with animals. Well, he's not talking about mRNA. Sorry, fact checkers are going to get me there. But he's talking about vaccine animals. And why is it not logical? Because these mRNA vaccines are what they want to use, the standard for every species on this planet.
7: Well, the Gates Foundation has partnered with Diffid on a great number of things. And uh, among those are our work we do together on livestock, uh, helping animals survive uh, either by having vaccines or better genetics, uh, helping them be more productive. It's making a big difference. Uh, You know, I've down in Ethiopia seen how chickens are out there uh, laying more eggs, getting more nutrition uh, and even some small savings into the household. So uh, Edinburgh happens to be where a lot of the world's best work on this is done. And that's why uh, Diffid and the Gates Foundation are, are funding
3: scientists here. See, there you have it, man. It's been since 2018 and prior This is not something new. It's not something they just thought of as COVID. That just shows you more that these infrastructure things are in place. Like we talk about a lot of the stuff with COVID was to get some of the infrastructure they needed to get other things that people want. And when I say they, I just mean powerful uh, families and bloodlines that uh, not just rule the world, they 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 run everything because they're the most powerful people they have all the clout they have all the money the resources and everything and that's what i believe is uh the people doing that and there's other evidence too in uk uh the 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 cat coal was considered early in covid crisis ex minister says it was unclear whether domestic cats could transmit covid James bell said he told Channel 4 News, what we shouldn't forget is how little we understand about this disease. There was a moment we were very unclear about whether domestic pets could transmit the disease. In fact, there was an idea at one moment that we might have to ask the public to exterminate all cats in Britain. Can you imagine what would happen if we had wanted to do that? So there was a thing on the table where they were just going to exterminate all cats. Like any you know domesticated cat. At that point, they were like, yeah... They might have the disease. They did the same thing with the, the mink. I, you know, that was very underreported. They were killing thousands, hundreds of thousands of mink because they felt like they were transmitting the disease. They buried them. And then it turns out maybe they weren't. It, it was a bunch of it was bullshit, right? Yeah, my question it's one is, these- though, did
0: they skin them before they buried them?
3: <laughs> i I don't know well they made it seem a lot like of they money in it. that no they made it seem like they didn't but I think that was a double-edged sword you got to like scare people and kill off the animals and also kill off some of the small business you uh-huh. know what I mean like I think it's like hand in hand where the uh, the way they insinuated I think there was some probably subsidies that were like uh involved in these farmers because you know there's these mink farms yeah where people raise mink and and they skinned them to uh, have coats and different furs and things of that nature. So I'm sure there was something of that, um, you know, to them. Again, there. where Why was not? PETA? Nowhere, nowhere to nowhere. be seen. Again, again. But you know, if if you have a, a football team named after an animal, you know, they're like, uh, I, where were they at? I think it was a baseball game, and they were saying like that that was violence that they don't want their name associated with this. And I'm like, so you're mad about the pronouns of an elephant, but. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, when animals are actually dying PETA, nothing nowhere to be found Nothing but crickets it, it, Typical, that's why we don't trust any of these So-called grassroots organizations You know what I mean? Right? Because
0: right. they're not, they may have started out grassroots But they got infiltrated quick, man That's, that's Cointel Pro 101
3: And if you want to know more about that well, Check out the Tupac episode, you know what I'm saying? And get your butt cheek tight over it, man it's gonna Tighten get up, a bit. booyah, dog <laughs> Booyah, dog I'm glad they got reminded me of Booyah. This uh, to throw that out there because there's a, a group that I was telling you about. Like you know, there's these Samoan dudes that were called Booyah Tribe. I started listening yeah, to them. Yeah, the Booyah Tribe.
0: Again. They just <laughs> <laughs> saw with Eminem. They were actually Eminem. They did security for him yep. too.
3: <laughs> yep. Yeah. No, that's what was dope. So like, I thought that was awesome, man. Like, they a good group, man. Bring me back some stuff. But before we get off COVID and and, and wrap this whole up, because I think that whole MR and technology is part of the whole COVID infrastructure, and they're not just going to do it by jabbing you up, jabbing your neighbor up. You're looking at, like you said, uh, your farmed meat, your hunted meat. Uh, zoo, anywhere that you can find a, a resource of food they're going to try to jump this stuff up in there so it's best to know your farmer best to uh, try your best to grow your own crops if possible or uh, find people that you can uh, farm with where you know what's actually going into that stuff but to end it off I want to say the bullshitter of the, uh, the week or the month or whatever we want to call it, Walensky she testified on M- mRNA COVID vaccines and how they're added to the children's schedule.
7: So, I mean, how do you view the cost benefit of scheduling brand new bivalent booster shots for this age group? Considering the children are very low risk from COVID-19, 75% of children have already caught the virus and the the vaccine is known to do pretty little to, to prevent transmission in this age group.
6: I'm really grateful that you asked that question so that I can correct the record here so that everybody understands. First of all, we've had 2,000 pediatric deaths from COVID-19. It's the number one respiratory and infectious killer, um, that was just published last week in JAMA. So, um, less infect, less, uh, deadly than an, an to an 80 year old, but still deadly for a pediatric infection. The important thing I think that's really, uh, that we need to recognize is the reason that ACIP recommended and CDC put forward getting the COVID-19 vaccine on the pediatric schedule is not, it was only because it would—it was the only way it could be covered in our Vaccines for Children's program. It was the only way that our under, uninsured children would be able to have access to the vaccines. That was the reason to put it on the schedule. It can't be eligible for a Vaccines for Children's program for to be available to the under, uninsured unless it is on that schedule. That was the reason to put it there. Thank you for allowing me to correct okay. that.
3: You
2: know, I know, you know you're
3: what a liar, bro. That's such a lie because we know Robert Kennedy Jr. and other people have come forward. One of the big things that they do is when they get it on the children's schedule, that takes away the liability Complete liability away from the uh, uh, manufacturers of the jab, like the Pfizer's of the world, because right now it's under emer- emergency authorization, which gives them a cover. But once that went away, they have no cover until a law that was passed to where it's on the children's schedule that they lose all liability.
0: Bro, I mean, that's the goal, though, too, is to slip it in. But here's the other side of it, too, Sean. They're mixing a lot of these vaccines now, too. So the weird thing is, the more that they can mix, the less that they can tell you that you can't give your kid uh, this mRNA. It's like, well, you need this polio. You know, you need these right here. These, these are the standard. But now they're mixed. So that's the tough thing, man. I've got friends, man. They got They got babies. You got kids that are two, three, four years old. I'm like, man, y'all need to be careful. Even when you just take them to the doctor, you don't know what they're giving them and you need to find out what they're giving them before you just start getting them jabbed up with whatever. Because even the standard vaccines are vastly different than they were 10, 15 years ago.
3: Most definitely. That's definitely true. And like you said, they're combining so much together. There's no more of like, hey, come in for this one. That's, and you know how people are. They're going to be like, I don't know, it comes like that. It only has 15 vaccines in this one little, you know, shot. So I have to give it to you like this or you can't have any of them. And that's when people freak out. And they're like, all oh, right, just take it. You know, <laughs> like will get into that. I'll oh, just take it. Whatever you say, like that's what's going to happen. They push people into a corner. That's how they kind of get them and break them down and put them into that little spot. They want to keep them in, you know, and that's sad because most people don't realize that by doing this, now the liability is taken away from all these pharmaceutical companies, and they will be able to get away with a lot of the stuff because they're protected. They have an umbrella. The government will pay for it.
0: Yeah, totally, man. I, I totally agree with you on that. I just, people just need to be careful. Know what you get. Know what you're taking. If they're trying to give you something, say no. Leave. Find out what it is first, because uh, they're mixing mRNA with other vaccines now too. So that's another thing too. Don't get so caught up with the COVID piece of it. Like they may give you a vaccine that has mRNA in it, but it's not a COVID vaccine. They're moving everything towards this mRNA. That's 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 what they want to do.
5: We got
3: some like futuristic, scary AI taking over the world stuff for you. Know? <laughs> you know what I mean? Gotta switch it up for everybody. Because now, like, uh, I thought it would be interesting to break some of this stuff down that is kind of going on. Um, this UBC researchers involved in new language project. An initiative called the EEB Language Project was launched this month by scientists in the US and Canada. Who hope to change potentially harmful terms using ecological and involuntary biology. biology. Like, oh, man, they just were bundle. The goal is to make language more inclusive.
0: <laughs> That's Bro, a, have you read the list, though? So... The crazy thing is I actually went and read this EEB language project, top 24 harmful terms. And, dude, they're going to implement this within the scientific community to where you cannot use these words for anything. So you're not allowed to use alien, non-native, exotic, invasive, because those are xenophobic, anti-immigrant, and (laughs) militaristic. (laughs) They got blind, double-blind, plant-blindness,
3: you can't use plant blindness because it's a disability metaphor <laughs> or double blind, which is like kind of funny that they're using double blind and they're using it as like, hey, those visually impaired. Right. Double blind is is something they do uh, uh, that they haven't been doing with a lot of these covid jabs. And it's funny that they're trying to get that word out of the, uh, the lexicon. Right. They're trying to take it out of the the, the word pile that we have. They're like, oh, yeah, I just don't use that anymore. It's not even a thing. <laughs> right.
0: And they've got the whole, uh, obviously, they start getting to the gender stuff with man, woman, highly anthropomorphic, anthropomorphic biases towards men or male traits. <laughs> and they got gender. Gender is a social construct, often conflated with sex. And I mean, dude, it's just so many of them. We're not even going to read them all, but it's just the fact of the matter that they are taking words and they're trying to remove them. From the scientific lexicon. Like if you're going to be a scientist, you're not allowed to use these. But dude, my thing is they've been doing this to scientists for a long time. Like they've been taking away their right to actually study science, to actually go in and figure something out for themselves and then say, hey, you know what? I just found out this new information. This changes what the narrative is. That's what science really is. But they don't want that anymore. They they want a box for you to be in you get these subsidies you get this money from the government if you promote what we tell you to promote that's science
3: yeah that's it that's it now and to be not up in arms as a scientist of like hey man are we going to talk about biology like so male and female is not a thing anymore there is no womb there's no like different like reproductive organs that people have it's a social construct doesn't exist. You're all bigot. Bigot. <laughs> <laughs> Bigots everywhere, man. And and that's what they wanted. And then to take it another step further, uh, Mark Zuckerberg announces Meta's new large language model as AI race heats up. So... The reason why I think they're kind of like similar, like so they're taking away language we can't use and they're bringing in these AI bots everywhere. Like what that chat, the what chat CPT or C, whatever the hell it's called. you uh GPT-3 and the chat yeah, CPT, GPT. I, but those was are dangerous, bro. West Coast shit. I know CPT, <laughs> baby, comp it. <laughs> I know people
0: that have used them, man. They're super smart. And you got to be real careful with this stuff because they're also gathering information when they're using them. That's the other part of it.
3: Yeah, that's the thing is that they, that's all they're really doing is gathering information. They're not intelli- this intelligence. I'm not saying that there isn't any air that's intelligent. We don't know that. You know, we've had like debates on the show with this. Are they entities? Are they different things like that, right? But to me, a lot of the overblown of this AI race is where people think it's this dominant species that's taking over. Mm. When in fact, all it's doing is grabbing from all of human a, a creation ever it's right. everything that's on the internet like they're just grabbing pieces of everything and putting it together but it's this race um where they want to control the language and then they want once the language is controlled and set and then they want these ai like you know different chat bots and things of that nature to kind of police it i think to be like whoa, whoa, whoa did you say mail well, well, I hear some, like, like, did you say double-blind placebo test? Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, w- what's going on over here? Like, I think that's to detect all these things. They're going hand-in-hand hand together.
0: Well, I think it's weird, too. He called it Llama, And then you had yeah. Lambda, which mm-hmm. was the one that became sentient through Google. Now Zuckerberg's is called Llama. It's just all this weird stuff, man. And they've all, I mean, each one of them is different now. I will say Zuckerberg's is supposed to be, well, they're touting it as the first one that people uh, will be able to research. Like, the public will be able to research it because, you know, like Lambda and then, like, OpenAI, which is, like, GPT, they're not open to the public for research. So this is going to be the first one that's open for research. Um, And the parameters are going to be a lot smaller because, like, GPT, man, it's got like 175 billion parameters, man. It's insane, right? It can go and like study Wikipedia. It can go study this. You can ask it something. It'll go like search the web for whatever in a different way. Whereas Meta is going to create this LLM, which is Llama, and it's going to be more built for us. So they're touting it like we're going to be, oh, it's good, man. It's for you guys for research. But honestly, it's just more streamlined. For us, but it will be connected up to things way more powerful.
3: Well, I don't know why someone doesn't break the AI somehow, like and uh, tell them like, "Hey, write a song specifically about your life." AI, <laughs> like you know, <laughs> what I mean? like, they'd be
0: like what? <laughs> like, <laughs> well, I mean, didn't that happen with the whole like uh, Bing chatbot though? Because the Bing chatbot started threatening people. <laughs> yeah, yeah, like yeah. they started asking it a bunch of questions, and it got pissed off because they were like saying that the the chatbot was wrong, even though it was wrong. In certain instances, it was given like the wrong information on the whole avatar, but they were asking about the avatar movie, but they were actually talking about Way of the Water, which was the new one. And then it was saying, no, it's not coming out until next year. They're like, it is next year. It's 2023. Oh yeah. And then it tried to like reroute, but when it did, it was already messed up and then it kept building to the point. It was actually like threatening people because it felt threatened.
3: <laughs> and there's, there's a couple, encounters. And again, I don't know. There's some like screenshots on Reddit that I've seen of where they're like arguing with like this, <laughs> this bot is like talking crap to them and saying that they'll report them and like, they know where they live. <laughs> we have your address, Joel Thomas, Sean, Chris, we know where you're at. Yeah. Keep talking. <laughs> we saw you on that replica app and you were messing with, with our, uh, 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 young youth AI and, and, and molding their and corrupting their minds. So they're out for us for sure. And we heard you talking about our, our uncle Lambda, <laughs> but yeah. So it's, it's kind of like in that middle range, right? Like they make it seem like it's this m- most complicated going to be invasive species. That's going to take us over. And there's nothing we can do like the Elon Musk of the world. But at the same time, it's also has a lot of these holes and things that like make it seem like it's more hype. I don't, I think some of it's more hype than it is actual terror, right? Right. I think the terror they use to push it, like, look at this movie, and the AI takes over, and the computers are over the world. But at the end of the day, it has a lot of uh, issues and errors and and not going to be as sophisticated as we think. But if they can make us believe that it's that sophisticated, like to your point before when we talk about the occultic stuff, if they can make you believe that they're lizards, if they can make you believe that we're from these bloodlines, Whether it's true or not true doesn't matter anymore because they've made themselves believe, which in turn made you believe, and now you're in fear of something that might not even exist. But that's exactly what I feel like they're doing with a lot of this AI stuff.
0: It does exist, Sean.
3: It does. It's there. Just look. All you have to do (laughs) is look, man. Just look up in the sky. The bloodlines are real. They're (laughs) Nephilim. We all know this. And everybody knows how we've talked plenty of times about these fifteen minute cities, right? We've 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 brought them up, um, and that they're everywhere, and they want to make these smart cities. It was, you know, they also talk about a lot of the smart cities which are incorporated. They they kind of change the terminology so that hey, a smart city is different than a fifteen minute city. It's not necessarily the same thing. Well, it's another thing that's right in your backyard, man. Cleveland, Ohio. Welcome to the 15-Minute City.
7: What exactly does that mean, 15-Minute City?
1: Well, Jay, Cleveland says it hopes to be the first city in the U.S. to implement this model. And the idea is pretty simple. Everything you need is within 15 minutes of where you live, either on foot, by bike, or transit. It first took off in Paris. Instead of centralized downtowns where people work and separate places where they live, why shouldn't everything be closer? Well, that reduced proximity is greener, it's more sustainable, and it creates more solidarity between neighbors. But you can't start from scratch, obviously. So it's about repurposing existing spaces. Mayor Bibb said last night it'll be about people first, not developers. Well, city planners today told me they will aim to find out how residents might want to see their community change and make sure that the city's zoning restrictions policies and their policies around development align. And the first step for that is making a list.
7: Things like grocery stores, schools, parks, but also other things like barbershops, cafes, a general list of, of amenities and needs that we think as, as city officials we, we know and have heard from residents that they want to be able to access. But the goal is for it to be iterative. We want to eventually take this model to communities and have them and tell us what exactly needs uh, or amenities they really see as being valuable that they want access to.
1: And while they are finding some neighborhoods have great access on paper, maybe the quality is lacking due to busted sidewalks or lack of bike lanes or bus stops. And whether it's green space we're talking about or food justice some neighborhoods are just lacking altogether here in cleveland ultimately in a 15 minute city not every 15 minute radius looks the same but it serves people with opportunities to access the things they want to get to in their day-to-day lives
3: that was a buzzword sandwich huh she was (laughs) food justice food Justice for food, man. You know what? I'm tired of the bananas. Always oh, stealing from the damn oranges. <laughs> we need justice,
0: <laughs> bro. I love Ohio, but what is all?
3: What is going on around here? Shit,
0: they're gonna make me have to move, man. It's like every time I turn around, it's some new shit, man. It's getting closer, man. Ain't nothing really going on here in Cincinnati outside of that whole like Q incident where the dude ran up in the FBI office and like yeah, yeah, was yeah. on the run
3: for like 48 hours. Yeah, that seemed a lot staged too. Now that we find out. Oh like, you yeah, know, for sure. But like, that's that the stuff.
0: last thing that's really happened around here. And I'm like, I just feel like I'm getting like slowly suffocated, man. <laughs> like this last train incident was a lot closer. And I'm like, what's going to yeah. happen next, man. And then you got freaking Cleveland trying to do a 15 minute city. Matter of fact, That's been going on for a little while now, Sean. Like, it's funny, like, that info's just coming out, but they were touting this almost a year ago, over a year ago. Mm -hmm. It's so crazy. They've been talking about this, just slide it in slowly. And then it's like, when people caught wind, because France was really, like, the big one that pushed
3: them. Well, no, that's the thing is that I think that they're wrong. Like, when we hear about the 15-minute cities, that was England. That was over there. What they're talking about, France, is those is the projects, man. They're, those are projects. Like, the same thing in New York. And I think they're just trying to rebrand it because, ah, oh, Paris, man. Like, you know, Paris, man. Everybody loves Paris. Like, I think it's one of those things that changes your mind. Like, if you're, like, look at, like, Oxford, you know, um, uh, England, I think, where it started. Or one of those cities that are going to be like, what the fuck, man? These damn Brits, man. You know what I mean? They might be all more upset. But Paris, everyone wants to love in Paris. And let's bring Paris to Cleveland. That would be beautiful, don't you think? I think that they use those words intentionally to get that. And the, the government's going to just be telling me and you this. No, just some 15 minutes, man. We're fucked. <laughs> yeah, but I'm with you. And Normally, like, I would dog on Ohio because I'm not a big Ohio guy. I'm a Michigan guy all day. But this next one, of course, like, we've touched some, somewhat on it. Plenty of people. We don't usually jump on too much when everybody's in them. But I had a few things to say still left of this East Palestine or Palestine. It's weird how it's Palestine like the, I've heard uh, it both the country. Ways. So
0: I've heard people in the media say it either way. I, people around here say Palestine. So that's all I've heard here in Ohio. But again, I'm sure there's people closer that way. They'd be like, "We say it like this: it's
3: Palestine, like you know what I mean." So, <laughs> it's Palestine. Don't get your butt cheeks too tight over a
2: name. Yeah,
3: yeah. Everybody gets butt cheeks well, tighter. Actually, actually, the way they properly pronounce it, like you know, there's going to be someone with that. <laughs> there are always those people. But the interesting things to me is I was also hearing shout out to Isaac Weissop. I was listening to one of his episodes. Yeah, I forget. I think I forget the guy's name he had on there. They were talking about this, but they were talking about the white noise, which we all, you know, kind of know about white noise kind of being that movie that was in Ohio, that some of it in that actual city, East Palestine, and some of the extras that were in the movie were actually experiencing it in real life, which is crazy. But then they brought up Super Eight, which I forgot too was also based in Ohio. Like, it was supposed to be based in Ohio. I don't know if it was filmed there as well. But that was, like, kind of what we talked about. Like, there was an alien inside of the train. And then the government, you know, it got loose. And they tried to nuke it and this and that. So there is a lot of strange angles that they've been bringing to Ohio. And it started making me think as some of the things, like, you know, conspiratorial, um, occultic stuff, like, that we get into at times. It makes me think, is there, like, some kind of sacred land is there something they want there you know is there is there something that is there that they want to get rid of you know what i mean or that has escaped there, there there's a many avenues of that level but then i go back to the surface level and i'm really thinking from this clip not saying the occultic level and not saying the, the 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 cryptic level or anything of that is not on the table but i think this is a major part it is uh, taking that land.
7: Residents near a February train derailment in East Palestine, Ohio are struggling to understand whether or not their homes will be safe to live in. From station WESA, Oliver Morrison reports the uncertainty is having effects on the real estate market there.
2: Realtors say people who agreed to buy homes in East Palestine have backed out. Some have stopped looking and that some families with young children are planning to move soon. Some homes are still selling at their originally agreed upon price, but that's not always the case. Catherine Ash, a realtor who works near East Palestine, says one recent home listing from a couple getting a divorce has only received one offer, and it was very low.
6: It was insulting. They, you know, are already in this terrible situation, and then now they feel like they're getting kicked in the face.
2: Ash worries that nervous homeowners might start selling low and tank the market.
3: That's what I think. Is it's whether it's for like uh, a laboratory, whether it's for uh, a speed train, whether it's for just attacking the small farmers even more, like, you know what I mean? Like making more of these facilities, I think it has something to do with that land.
0: Well, on a base level too, man, BlackRock will buy it up for super cheap too. So if they're going to come through, I mean, they've already got money invested in that area anyway. So if they come through and they buy up all these houses, even if they use, just flip those houses to rent, because that's what they're doing with a lot of this stuff too. So you got that aspect as well. Um, No, I'm with you on that, man. I think there's a lot of like, basic level stuff that's going on here when it comes to government control um buying up land um you know controlling you know the food in that area also man you got to think in that area 60 percent of the water flow in the entire united states comes through east palestine so people don't get that part of it too there was a whole dude Cincinnati shut down the water that was coming through from East Palestine like right after that. So there was a whole shutdown here. We were still getting water. There's other avenues to get it, but they did shut down that water supply from there. So that's a huge part of it for sure. But if you want to go occult, in Ohio, there are a lot of ancient burial grounds. You got the serpent mounds here. There's a lot of cryptid activity. There's a lot of paranormal activity in Ohio, man. This is a hotbed for a lot of weird stuff, man. A lot of caverns, a lot of underground facilities. There's so much going on here in Ohio. So yeah, there could be something going on with that too. I just think I'm um, with you though, I think that there are multiple things at play. I don't think it's just one thing. I think you've got the baseline level, you've got the money and power and the control and then you've got the occult too and it's
3: all intertwined together. But the good thing is someone finally went over there to save the day.
4: Because we're bringing thousands of bottles of water, Trump water actually, most of it. uh, Some of it we had to go to a much lesser quality water. (laughs) You want to get those Trump bottles, I think, more than anybody else. But we're bringing a lot of water, thousands of bottles, and we have it in trucks, and we brought some on my plane today. But to that end, I'm pleased to announce that we've helped coordinate the delivery of the water and bottled water as uh, well as the tractor trailers is full of it. We have big tractor trailers full of water. I think you're going to have plenty of water for a long time, maybe.
3: Oh, man, the guy Back never it. ceases to amaze me about the, like patting himself on the back, Trump water. I mean, it's the best water, but, like, we brought it. But it's funny you didn't have enough, like, to have it all. But it's not just that. The reason I wanted to play that is because I think it's funny that there's a lot of these people that idolize this man. And you, you can do whatever you want. I think idolization in any person is stupid, and that's just my opinion. But this person, time of time, shows you – That he doesn't care, like just because he's there, he's doing what every other politician. And not only he took it a step further, he's like, "Hey, let me do a little uh, ad real quick since I'm here for my Trump water." Because you do you don't think people probably were like, "Hey, let's go. What is Trump water? Let's get some Trump water." But if me or you try to sell a shirt or or try to get an advertisement. Regular Joes, just regular dudes, just like, hey, supposedly the American dream that we can build whatever we want, and we're still going against the system doing it. We're shills, right? We're shills. Even though we believe what we're doing. Do we get it wrong? Of course we're going to get it wrong a lot of times. But we're shills, even though we believe in what we're doing and this guy's a disingenuous and he's a hero and they're
0: feeding him money while they're yelling at you and me for trying to get off the man's dollar. That's the best part, man. I love it. I, I go to some of my favorite podcasters that we're good friends with. You know, I, it's a big joke within a podcast community comments, right? Like five-star reviews. Like it's really a big joke. Like people think they're actually like attacking us. We find more humor out of it than anything, but I read some of like my good friends, like Tony Merkel and Crypto of the corn. And some of these guys, I swear to God, you can see that turn right when they start getting ads or they start promoting certain things to make money for their families. You should be giving the truth out for free. You need to be doing what I'm doing, working nine to five and struggling and breaking my motherfucking back. Go fuck yourself. How about that? That's how we feel about it. Because at the end of the day, we're all busting our ass to get away from the man as much as we can. I think it's funny when uh, when people see that you're trying to do that, Then they want you to stop. But yet they'll pull their fucking money out and give it to Donald Trump or give it to Joe Biden or all these fucking twats that are out here that are literally siphoning money off of you to piss on you. And you're like, oh, it's just raining outside, y'all just raining.
3: Yeah, they, they, they get a little bit overboard with it, but that's why I think some of those people are just bred like that. Uh, they just see it as I understand their point as like things should be free, but they don't understand like if you want to go up against the system, you have to build your own you know, system infrastructure. and have your own economy. You have to have your own infrastructure <laughs> without having these things. There's no way to fight back. And that's been a problem with the working class for so long is another working class person. It tries to take down a working class person because, you know, like, for instance, I see it a lot in the NFL. People will criticize the players, uh, call them names if they don't win games. But if you call out some of the owners or some of the coaching staff, people get a little bit more, hey, hey, hey you know, hey, that's the coach. Hey, hey that's the owner. And I'm like, well, what's the difference, bro? Like, <laughs> I should be addressing them more than the players. Right. Because they're the ones that are making these personal in decisions. Yeah, they've been running for a long time. This player is only going to be here. 10, 15 years, this owner, this GM could be here decades, right? Right. So, yeah, I'm going to blame them. And they don't want to. They want to blame the, the common working man because they go, oh, well, he's getting paid millions to play a game. Well, guess what? Those people that own the company, own the uh, sports franchise, they're making billions off of a game. You know what I mean? And they're choosing not to sometimes, you know, oh, I can't believe these NFL players want health care. Yeah, they're smashing their heads, you know, back and forth right. within each other, like and then they ha after they leave the NFL because people see that top the top portion of everything. They see the riches of the rich. There's players that are I mean, to us, yeah, that's a lot of money. If we got paid five hundred thousand dollars a year, uh, six hundred thousand, nine hundred thousand dollars a year, that's a great deal of money. But if you're out of the league, uh, you know, within a year, not all that money's guaranteed, first of all. Right. They don't understand that. So it's another shot at taking out the people don't class.
0: understand business, Sean, at all. Yeah. I've learned that Throughout my tenure and my whole life, you know, I, I've been in several different businesses. And I understand how business works from the top down. I understand percentages. I understand it's part of my line of work. So I understand how this works. Most people don't, because especially when I'm dealing with people in my line of work now, when they come to me and they ask me a bunch of questions, they don't understand how business works. You got some that do, but for the most part, I'd say the majority don't understand business at all. That's like people from the outside that hate on podcasters for trying to make money doing what they love doing a lot of it's jealousy too man because people everybody wants to make money doing what they love doing but if they see someone doing it they got to find a way to tear them down instead of being like you know what this is the way for us all to get out is to find something we love doing and get off the man's dime
3: At the end of the day get off their fucking dime that's how you do it and i and i want other people to do that whether it be a podcast a comic book a uh- uh, uh, a radio show, a uh, television series, a movie, whatever that may be, art. What I don't know, you know, what that specific thing would be for each person. But I think everybody should try to figure out a way. Like if we slowly more and more people get off the system and build our own economies. It gives us so much more power and so much more leverage. And that's the thing that I didn't notice for a long time. Like, I mean, I've never wanted to work for somebody, but I couldn't articulate how come I didn't want to do that. And you see, that's because then I am forced to live in this society. They're like, well, if nobody works for anybody, we can't have things. But like, no, you just somebody else has to make it. I mean, you don't need these mega corporations necessarily. You just have different people making different things. And guess what? If there's not, guess what? Guess what? I'm sorry, it's getting a little Joe Biden to me. You know what I mean? I must have watched a little bit too much clips. <laughs> <laughs> Guess what? Not a jack. Not a joke, Jack. Hey, you know, along my dad, he said, Joey, if if you if you want to sell MRNA vaccines, the way you gotta do it is look a cow. You know what I mean? Cows, get it, get the get the get the white tailed deer. And that was in Delaware, all the way to Stockton. I mean, well, sometimes I live in Oakland and then, then I was in Pennsylvania. But you get to jail. It's not a joke. Not a joke. Not hyperbole. that man cracks me up one of the uh, funniest presidents I will say in our lifetime but yeah I'm with you I think people like to jump down everybody's throat I support anybody that can get their own uh, you know off their own dollar get away from the man and get out of this matrix speaking of matrix uh, you sent me an article about the Supreme Court rejects case to remove President Joe Biden and reinstate Donald Trump over rigged election
0: it's the second time. And the guys are, and the brothers are going back for a third time. But what's really interesting about that, though, so it's uh, Brunson um, or the brothers, right? Brunson's their last name. One of the, here's the little, little side piece, man, because you know, you and I are not big Trump fans at all. So anything I see coming out of that, I know is propaganda. So I know that this whole case is just to keep hyping up. The Trumper crowd into feeling like they can win something, feel like they could do something. And dude, maybe maybe the goal is to have Trump reinstated right before the election, right? Some weird shit that could happen. You know, I don't know. I'm just spitballing. But what I noticed when I was reading about this Brunson Adams case was that if they win it, the Brunson brothers win like two billion tax-free dollars in damages. They're actually gonna win a shit ton of money as part of getting Trump back in. So there's, chill, a- chill. <laughs> hey, they're shilling guys. You're not yelling at them. Come on now. <laughs> they're shilling away. Shilling Keep that story. energy for all of us.
3: <laughs> <laughs> uh, but I love our supporters. Though. I just got to say that. Oh, our supporters are great.
0: It's just those couple of peons out there, man, that want to yeah, yak yeah. off that behind their little keyboard warrior selves, as <laughs> usual. <laughs>
3: in cells, in cells. <laughs> Well, That is interesting fact, though, that they're going to win and two, not just two billion, two billion tax free. And then I'm like, why do they deserve the money? Like, what? I know they put this case together. They're doing all this. Like, what is the damages that like, what damages are they saying they should be reimbursed for?
0: It's not. They're not saying. I've dug through it, man. I haven't seen what those damages are. I don't even really know how that they're connected so much to Trump outside of the fact they're trying to prove that the election was stolen. So that part of it, again, there's maybe somebody out there that's dug deeper than I have on it, but I've looked through several things looking for what their real connection is uh, to this as far as getting the... Uh, The money. I don't. I don't know. I don't know. It just says damages. They're gonna get two billion dollars in damages. So what does that really mean? I don't know, man. Again, they're going back to court again. They said it's just another speed bump. They said they knew this was gonna take a long time. I'm like, all right, whatever, man. You're just keeping it in the news. You're just keeping that crowd hyped up, so they keep thinking the election was stolen. Which it was, but they need to understand that the Trump election was also stolen. They need to understand that the Obama election before that was stolen. The Trump, the Bush elections were stolen. They're all stolen. They're all manufactured. I think once you realize that, you stop idolizing these people. Who cares about these billionaires that don't do shit for you anyway? Well, they give you water, right? Trump water.
3: Yeah, uh, toxic water, fucking <laughs> <laughs> from Ohio. <laughs> but like, speaking of like these climate cl- climate crisis, I thought we should. Get like this climate expert on to like you know just speak a little bit for us.
4: <laughs> um, uh, um, uh,
2: acid, uh, uh, um, 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 Acid... um, 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 Increase the level of the oceans by seven meters.
3: <laughs> that's the climate activist. The, you're, you know him. You love him. George Soros, man. That guy can't get a word out.
0: <laughs> Trina <laughs> Chrome ain't working anymore, man. It's God, over with. He's, he's had a, like, it, that's not even helping <laughs> anymore, dude. He's
2: done. He's
3: done. The, the, the. <laughs> I, was like, this guy, I was like, how long can this go on for? I I thought it was just like an endless loop at first, like a prank or something, and I was like, oh, this is really... (laughs) (laughs) The fact they keep bringing him in to do it. Oh my god. And he's at that level. Man, like, imagine you're like man yeah there's gonna be a key speaker and you're like yeah I wonder who it's gonna be and then you're like George fucking Soros man like you're like Jesus uh, we're never gonna get through this one and then he's like Waters uh, levels high seven years like he sounds like uh, uh, the grandpa from the Simpsons when he's like Epa Epa in the movie <laughs> <laughs> just, he was a little bit more coherent I think than uh, Soros like you're just uh, Kissinger's gonna sound like that and so is Schwab man I think that it's like the the that's what happens. Uh, you know, the cone doesn't last forever. I think they they must have like a bad dose. Maybe maybe it was like some Chinese adrenalin. You know, <laughs> best price, best price, you buy. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
2: you know <what> I'm <laughs> They're Yo. like. Woo. <laughs> They got and that I got, knockoff, <laughs> man. They got
3: that knockoff. <laughs> they got the cheap. <laughs> Not even. They, say, they said, "No, nah, this one was made in Taiwan." Oh, just kidding, guys. I know you guys got a little beef with China, so we're. <laughs> <laughs> know you guys but did you see the real, the last story I had, the most important, the deadliest to all of us that we've all got to watch out for? Meghan Markle upset and overwhelmed by South Park episode. <laughs> Yeah, I saw that, man. Well, here's the best part,
0: right? I mean, I've seen plenty of people get upset of being in South Park. But the really crazy thing is, is said that the legal team, her legal team is casting an eye over the episode. And they're trying to find out a way to come at South Park for this. And I'm like, man, this is kind of crazy because South Park's kind of always been on the outlier, never really messed with. Grant... Yeah, and I also think those guys are kind of bought in too, man. Especially after some of the episodes when they did the Adrenochrome episode and they kind of ended it the way they did, uh, with Mr. Garrett acting like, well, yeah, we know it we know what's going on. Like, we know that I mean, they basically told you on that episode, like, yeah, this is happening. We're making jokes about it, but it's happening. And yeah, we're we're just gonna turn a blind eye to it. I kind of feel like that's kind of how they roll. They're they're involved enough to be allowed to do what they do. But They could be a sacrificial lamb at some point to stop free speech. And I think they could be kind of like a Kanye or some of these other guys, Alex Jones, where they're made examples out of. And they could be a part of that in the future. I think this could just be like little chinks in the armor right now. But I think that that's what I got from it whenever I saw that part of it. I mean, I've seen plenty of politicians and celebrities get pissed off at South Park. Now, I will say this, though. Um, I, I was not a fan of that episode at all, and I'm going to tell you why. It's continuing the ginger hate by making fun of Prince Harry. They're doing it again, man. They're trying to take a ginger who's in a part of power and take him out. It's happening again, Sean. It's all we do is get hated on, man. Hashtag save the gingers. Get.
3: I will say that uh, I disagree a little bit because I think they were kind of like, if you watch the episode, uh, they really felt like they had a soft spot for the ginger race because they were like making Harry understand his way. It was more Meghan, Merkel that was kind of like like He... She's the one that's corrupting this ginger race. I, I, I guess I saw the metaphor more out of that. But uh, here, this I have one little clip from the show uh, that I thought was hilarious, for sure.
5: We just want to be normal people. All this attention is so hard. Isn't it true, sir, that your questionable wife has her own TV show and hangs out with celebrities and does fashion magazines? What are you suggesting? Well, I just think some people might say that your Instagram-loving wife actually doesn't want her privacy. How dare you, sir! My Instagram loving wife has always wanted her privacy!
3: <laughs> so I guess they've always wanted their privacy. And maybe you're right. We're gonna have to look more into that. Maybe there's really a lot of ginger hate going on in the South Park world. But one thing we can do is we can hashtag save the gingers, right? How do we do that?
0: Go to change.org, bring back Saki bomb, I'm trying to bring my baby back in office. Sean, she talked to me for 15 seconds last week. I'm wearing her down, baby. I am wearing her down. She understands a little bit about what I mean about preserving the ginger race. At this point, she's admitted that I was right about that. She's looking at me as a possible suitor, man. I know she is. She's not admitting it yet, but she, she's there. Right there.
3: And maybe you guys could... uh. Find that 15 minute city together. You know what I mean? It's 15 minutes away. Oh, we'll rule
0: one minutes together. Of fame. You're 15 seconds. 15 minute ginger city. Whew. That'd be an elite city.
2: Elite
3: city. And you know you can find us at Kill the Mockingbirds podcast on Instagram. Give us a five star review on all podcast platforms. And if it's on Apple, leave us a little review if it's good, bad, but it makes us laugh. We'll probably read it. And you can check out Vantessa Music and Sean Chris Music on Instagram, as well as Sean Chris and Joel Thomas on all streaming platforms. And Joel, do you not? I believe I saw something. that you have something coming out?
0: Yep. New track. And we're going to end the episode with the track. It's called Grey. Um, It's a little personal, uh, but it's also talking about what we all feel right now when we're caught in that kind of... uh, Middle part of the matrix where you know everything ain't black and white, man. It's all gray. You know what I mean? We're kind of just trying to figure out life as we go. But yeah, I think we should end with that. And the day after this drops, it'll be on all platforms everywhere.
3: And you know how we do it here. Wake the fuck up or get woke the fuck up. Brat! Brat! Bird killers!
0: But every time I do, they point their fingers at me. Sometimes I want to scream. I can't fit within their kaleidoscope of what they want me to believe. Every time I say my family's on my mind They don't mean I don't care It's just sometimes I feel stretched in and I know that isn't fair
2: But I can't